What is going on, you guys? It is Dog Cost Crypto here with Pulse Shane to Richard Hart Maximalist, man. Man, what is up, man? Um, damn, man. Right again, sir, man. Top G free under house arrest. I had a lot of people doubting me on that one, man, but right, market timing was right again. <laughs> but with that, man, let's talk about, let's get straight to business, man. Crypto Mindset course, quarter two is coming April 21st. And it's only going to be available for five days. Please leave your email address right there in that box right there. Click to sign up and you'll be notified as soon as it goes live. It is only going to be five days. That's it. So from that Friday to Tuesday at midnight Pacific Standard Time. And that's it. You can't get in. It's the first course we've done in six months. And we're, we, I'm happy to report all the guys who took the last one. We, we ended up doing a mega course, which we fused quarter, quarter four and quarter one together. Um, I'm happy to say that basically everybody in that course is between somewhere between a two to five times on, in profit from that course uh, off the back of basically buying the lows in Ethereum. I mean, when we were on Fresh and Fit, pretty much, pretty much very close to the lows right there <laughs> or to the lows. So I'm happy to report, you know, we, we've got a lot of great people from the red pill uh, to buy all time lows on Hex, Ethereum, BTC. I mean, just name all, all, the, all, the, all your favorite coins, all your favorite shit coins. We got the lows on it. So join up or stay poor. <laughs> just facts, man. Just facts. But hey, today I'm joined by a really special guest, man. I've been on this man's channel um, multiple times. He's been a great um, you know, host. 
as well as he is uh, he has taken a very interesting angle when it comes to his YouTube career. He is a Richard Hart maximalist, man. So I'm joined by Max, man. What's up, G? Good to see you. Good to see you again. Yeah, it's uh, always good to be on stage with you. And yeah, let's. Uh, I am the Richard Hart maximalist. Uh, I think, and you, and you mentioned in the green room, I may be the first one. I didn't even think about it, but I could be the first one that you know is is named that or or you know the branding is around that that's actually streaming so uh yeah that, that's cool i learned that myself today i didn't even realize it so what what entails being a richard hart maximalist like what where's the line like where at what point do i cross and it's haram <laughs> yeah it's you know i always start with it's not just about his products you know i'm not a hex maxi i'm not a pulse chain maxi pulse x none of that i start with his ideals so you know when i first came across richard um six years ago now early 2017 somewhere through there I, I just, you know, fell in love with this content, his self-development stuff, SciVive, all, all those things, all these ideals that he stands for and things he wants to do in the world. And then it was perfect timing because, okay, now I got kind of this passive mentor, somebody I can follow and learn a lot about crypto from. And then, so it starts with that, his ideals. And then it, it's not like I don't like other projects in the, on the ecosystem. There's a lot of cool stuff being built on Pulse Chain right. and being built around Hex. So uh, I love a lot of those stuff that kind of help the blue chips, help Hex, help Pulse Chain, Pulse X, all that. Got you. So if I bought Zen, would you like not be my friend anymore? No. <laughs> I, uh, I, so yeah, we've kind of talked about that. Uh, one of the streams as well. It's, yeah. it's one that I'm just interested in this ecosystem and the products he creates. And that keeps, uh, keeps me away from a lot of the, the troublesome ones or even some of the games too. That's fine too. But I've, I've picked my horse. This is my area. This is the place I want to excel and uh, being mission driven. That's very important to me. So that's what I, I like to stick to. Right. And let, let me let me just put this on record right now. We didn't miss any gains. Let me tell you that much. <laughs> if you had bought, the gains seem to be fine around here. I think. Yeah, the gains are plenty. Uh, the, yeah, we ain't worried about gains over here in Hexland and Hexacrico right here. But um, that is really interesting. And I think you know the reason. I've heard people say that they're like, oh yeah, I'm like a Richard Hart Maximus. One person I have heard that and like it has been true to that is I would say maybe like Maddie Allen. Maddie Allen's been really cool about that. But I've heard a lot of people say that and not actually. Like as soon as you get an airdrop or a new token comes out or something that's kind of hex-ish related, they're you know mm. they kind of abandon that basically. So you know, good on you, man. That's I mean that's really cool, man. But um, tell me, tell me like to, for my guests and stuff who maybe hasn't he uh, heard of you and stuff like how did you get started on all this? Like when did you like did you were you in hex from the beginning, or did you jump in when like around the sacrifice phases? Like what's your story? Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's like, like I mentioned, uh, got into crypto. Well, I got into crypto in 2016, uh, started, found Richard, thankfully, around 2017. And back then, it was just, he was the Bitcoin maxi. Uh, actually, I was at a party and somebody was saying, hey, have you, have you heard of Richard Hart? He keeps you know, bad-mouthing Ethereum, says it's full of this attack surface stuff, all that. And That's I'm a like, good party, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it turned out well. It turned yeah, out well. Man. Yeah, there's, there's one, at least one crypto guy there. And uh, I'm like, yeah, Ethereum seems fine. And, you know, coming from like a, a dev type background, uh, big tech, uh, that that sort of stuff. Like I, I, I could kind of wrap my head around how this stuff's supposed to work. And at, back then, I was like, ah, Ethereum seems okay, Bitcoin, Ethereum, whatever. So uh, I was like, all right, I'll see what he has to say. Let me evaluate what he's talking about. And so I started watching, watched a couple of his videos, went down the rabbit hole of the self development stuff and Sci-Vive, and then thought, wow, this guy's super smart. Uh, I don't think he really has a lot of, you know, like this on Ethereum even back then, but that's okay. I, I don't need to agree with him on everything. Just, you know, if he's right a lot about other stuff, then I can, I can learn from him. So then I just started following him, consuming all the content. And I come across somebody I like, I just start consuming all their stuff. Naval Ravikant, Alex Ramosi, Richard Hart, those three guys. It's like everything I can watch and find. 
I'll do because that's how, you know, I can kind of soak up that kind of wisdom and make myself better in a lot of ways. So uh, that was back when he started talking about CFD token and mm, that whole thing. Yep, and yep. Uh, like, I've been following for a long time. If you, if you know what CFD token is or go to hex.win, you know, all that was kind of the cascading thing. And then uh, after that, you know, he's like, okay, I'm going to do Bitcoin hex, uh, this blockchain CD thing. And I yeah. thought, okay, you know, he doesn't really have a track record. I don't know, you know, I, he's smart and all this stuff, but he's not really, is he a founder? I don't know. So I was, but I was, you know, with him the whole time, still watching all the streams, still participating. So yeah, day one, everything, as, as you can imagine. And uh, when, when Hex did those lows and did those highs, I was like, all right, this stuff is real. This stuff is real. So uh, yeah, been, been with him since the beginning, my beginning being 2017-ish uh, when he started, when he, you know, he only had a few thousand followers back then. Now he's got, he's, he's working on a meal. He'll be there before it's over with. Damn, certified OG man. I'm. I think I pretty much have the same story. Like legitimately, like twenty six. Yeah, twenty sixteen in crypto. Uh, found Richard in twenty seventeen. Yeah, like le- the whole thing. <laughs> that's, wow. that's hilarious, dude. That's that's cool, yeah. dude. Shout out to you, man. Yeah, I I I, th- I think I didn't. I I think I found him. I didn't have anybody tell me about him. I just found out about him basically from. It may have been a like. I I didn't find him when he was doing all the self-help stuff. I found him once he started doing like a crypto interview. I think it may have been, um, what's his name? Everyone says Roger Burr. That's like a big popular one. But It was the one before Roger. I just can't remember the Max one. Kaiser? Maybe it was Max Kaiser or something. Yeah, he interviewed somebody. Like it was, I know it wasn't because I, because I was part of the community at that point. And then obviously we're all laughing when he was like, you know, the middle finger thing and all that mm. stuff. Yeah. Afterwards. But um, pretty, pretty interesting, man. But uh, yeah, man, shout out to the shout out to the chat right now. Um, I'm gonna answer this five dollar super chat real quick. Nico FBA, just because this shit's hilarious. Um, <laughs> the Matrix was released March 31st, exactly when Top G was released. Yeah. Also, would you marry someone for for money? Would um, they're willing to give me thirty thousand in dry pot, bro? What? <laughs> what? So tell me this right now. Would you get married if someone was if this lady? Let's just say some lady was gonna say, hey, I'll give you thirty racks right now. We will get married. Would you marry her? 30 grand to get married? Yeah. No, that seems a little low, I think. Uh, I mean, I guess, can you get the annulment right after? Are we in is Vegas? It, is it easy? Like, there's a lot of there's a lot here. Yeah, man. 30,000 is expen- is an expensive uh, wedding to invite crazy into your life. That's... <laughs> yeah, I'm not... I think it'll... I may need, like, 100x that or something. I'm, I'm thinking some X's and crypto gains on that one. Um, uh, yeah, yeah maybe you, a little bit more. But you can inbox him at a uh, at a uh, you know RH Maximalist on Twitter. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, oh no, here they come. Here comes the DMs. Here comes the DMs, man. But all all you know, all jokes aside and stuff like that. So I mean, let's get it. Let's get into like what's going on with Hex right now, right? I mean, how how did the uh, how did the run up on Hex treat you? Yeah, that that was something that uh, you know I was on stream when the Holstein testnet launched and mm-hmm. I didn't believe it. People were in the chat. Somebody was like, uh, you know, uh, it's live now. And I'm, and I remember typing to them, uh, Richard will tweet it when it's live. Don't worry. Like all this, <laughs> the one thing I replied to, I happened to be wrong. And, uh, and then all of a sudden just a shockwave of all the stuff coming through. And then I could believe it was live and me access and sloth were on there and, and got to talk about it and see the green candles herself go up like during the, during the time. Amazing. So, uh, yeah, running up to that, Pretty good. I gotta say, I got into uh, liquidity providing um, a little bit recently as well. And before, I didn't think, uh, you know, I thought there were other ways to to gain yield, and and uh, that that was that was fun. I think the volatility with hex price recently and uh, what may be here to come uh, will certainly benefit a lot of people who are who are, uh, who are looking to get make fees and uh, looking to uh, I don't know, trade in certain ways as well. But 
I, I don't know. I, I don't look at the price as much. Like I've been looking at it more since uh, Pulse Chain has been getting closer, but right. it's kind of one of those, you know, delayed gratification. I always go back to that. I don't, you know, so, I got my bag set already. So, so do you focus more on the um, right? So because you got into hex early on, right? Exactly. So, um, do you focus? So you focus more on the on the tech side versus like or like what like what excites you the most about Pulse Chain, basically? Because I know you've been messing around with the validators and stuff. So, I mean, would you? Mm -hmm. I mean, do you recommend people actually just become a validator when it goes live? I know it's like, because three percent yield sounds okay, but it's like, meh, you know, it's like I'm. I, I don't know. I'm yeah. I've come to the degen world. I really do. Like three percent. Like I don't get out of bed for two x. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I was talking to David Peter last night about this. Uh, I had a great stream, and and I asked him too. Like, hey, you know, like what what why would you be a validator? You know, like what is the case for? What is the case against? And you know, we we know now that you know Richard's talked about three percent APY for forty k uh, validators. That may be an average. It may go up and down. Maybe if you get in early, uh, there's some opportunity to make more APY. If you have more validators, you know, you can kind of compound that way as well. So I think about the first thing that comes to mind too is a lot of people just can't be a validator because you need 32 million pulls. I think that's, you know, maybe a, a few thousand dollars uh, to be each one. Right. A lot of people will make only sack 500 bucks, a thousand bucks. A lot of, a lot of people who are probably very intellectually curious and, and they want to uh, do this type of stuff just can't be because, you know, they didn't, they didn't pay for it. They don't have that much, right. uh, whatever it may be, but um, yeah, I think that uh, it's actually, we don't have a lot of tools to make it easy these days either. So one, the one barrier is you got to have the money, you got to have the pulse, you got to have the, at least the testnet stuff for now. Mm. Second barrier is the intellectual ability to actually use command line, know how to set this stuff up. A lot of people in the community are working on different scripts to make this stuff easier. But today you kind of got to be a blockchain, like not expert, but you got to know what you're doing in a lot of different areas to actually understand how to do it, how to set it up. And then even then you, you'll run into issues back and forth. Like I had an issue with my validator uh, that just got fixed yesterday. Uh, and now I'm starting to sync more and, and uh, get closer to, to not being slashed all the time and all that. So right. a lot goes into it. You got to have the money, you got to have the expertise, but I think uh, I'm, I'm trying to create some content, trying to create some code and all, all the stuff to make it easier. I know a lot of other people are as well. So it'll only be easier to be a validator as far as making money. That's, you know, how much do you think PLS is going to go up? Uh, how many validators can you run? Uh, how many validators do you expect there to be? All those fluctuate for, you know, is it actually worth your time? Right. For me, I want to support the community. So I, I never look at it as making money for that aspect. I look at it as, hey, like, I think it's cool. Why not do it? Why not uh, help the network? Right. No, I understand. Just it's a little more decentralized and everything like that, of course. But um, I mean, basically, let's just say the 3% yield, um, Richard actually ed ends up getting that. Basically, you would need Pulse Chain to 33x in order for you to uh, basically off the yield to double your money, your initial starting capital or whatever, or, or whatever starting amount of, uh, you know, maybe you have 100 million Pulse Chain Plus or something, whatever the bag is for that person, right? That's not bad. It's actually possible, actually. So, like, the 3% yield you're, you're earning on that, if you ended up just wait, because I'm, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a, I have a, in the next crypto mindset course, I'm going to have almost three webinars just dedicated to the Hex ecosystem. And um, hmm. I've got kind of like, I've added some new things to it. Other things I've kind of changed my mind on and other stuff has stayed exactly the same just because it's pretty good, it's pretty good advice. But um, most people need to just sit tight. If you've sacked, you probably should be moving your coins around. Not until we really get some dollar values. And it's kind of like we have to let the, um, in charting, like the, um, the, you know, the one, two, three, four, five, you know, the waves and shit, right? You have to let, you have, you have to let the first cycle go through before you even attempt, I think, where it's safer 
it's never safe, but it's safer to do maybe do a, uh, um, you can do um, what we call like ratio trading or so than actual trading and everything like that to build bags up and stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, me, I always focus, me, I'm always focusing on the money, <laughs> of course, but, but I am a hard, uh, you know, I'm a hardcore hexagon. Obviously I'm hex Jesus and um, I really do believe in the ecosystem and I, uh, you know, do support it and stuff. So well, well, that that's another, I mean, just, I'm not trying to plug myself too much, but that's course, another you know, thing about my unique brand is I don't monetize my channel. Um, I don't, I'm not a money maximalist and I'm not, you know, nothing gets people to do. Everybody needs to make money, all that. But that's something that I wanted to bring a unique brand. I wanted to bring a healthy form of RH maximalism. I don't want your money. I want to make my own money. I want to be my own self-made man or, or even a greater man than I am today. So that's what I try to bring to, you know, there may be ads on the channel. They ain't mine. I don't know anything about them, but uh, I just don't want to. I don't know. I just want to keep the content as clean as I can. I don't do sponsorships, none of that. So um, that's something that, hey, if you want to, if you want to be unique, if you want people to to value your judgment and stuff, I mean, you got to be different than other people in some way. And I thought, okay, I don't, I don't need people's money. I'll just create content because I want to support the community. I want to have utility. You know, Richard says, you know, you need to have utility in the community if you want to help. And that's what made me stream in the first place. So I want to get, you know, take my skills and, and help people with uh, what I can. Gotcha. No, that's that's really cool. I mean, the, the only reason I monetize the YouTube channel is just because um, it basically gets more views. I mean, it gets the word yeah. out. Yeah, it's really. I mean, if I didn't have to, if it, if that didn't matter, then I would pretty much turn the monetization off. There's really no point for the most part. There's a trade off. Yeah. yeah. I I literally I recognize that trade off. I'm I know that my channel grows slower. I recognize all that stuff. It's just uh yeah, it's one of those principles thing that you know pragmatic libertarian. I I have these this, these other principles I hold to be true and. Uh, again, you, I, you, you're killing it, man. You and you know, there's a lot of streamers out there. Just, uh, I, I love, I love what everyone's doing. I just, this, that's my, that's yeah. my brand, and that's why I choose to do it. No, no, and I, res I respect that, of course, you know. But you know, um, for me, right, it's, it is like I'm creating, like I create products and services for the crypto community, right, and been really successful at it and stuff like that. And there's just a lot of people kind of with this, uh, I'm not saying this about you and stuff, but just a lot of people, even in the comment section that have this real communistic sort of like everything should be free, man. Like, bro, man, you like, yeah. give me this, man. Like, it's like this hippie bullshit that like, th this is, has been a major problem in the Hex community that Richard even himself addressed saying this is a bunch of bullshit. And this is why like Richard said that, you know, me and what, I mean, uh, I think what's his name, um, Crypto Coffee actually had himself a Hex course and stuff. And he's like, I mm -hmm. think, I think what, you know, crypto coffee and dollar cost crypto are doing is really good for the community and stuff. He's like, I wish I charged for Cybive because people, because if you don't add a monetary value to some of your information, people just discard it and don't think much of it. And like, I've heard him say this in person and on video and stuff, saying this to us when we were down in Miami and we met or Richard Hart and stuff. He was like, I should have charged for Cybive. People would have respected it more. And if I charged a hundred dollars for that book or something like that, um, I don't need the fucking money, but it's just like people like, let me, let me give you a little example. This, um, me, me and Charlie used to say this a long time ago, but, um, so we used to, like Charlie used to do consultations way back in the day for like $70. He's my business partner. And he used to do consultations for $70 and he used to get the worst fucking clients on the planet. <laughs> like didn't respect him at all. It was just, it was like, uh, it, it was, it was terrible. And then as we increased our prices, we started getting people people that actually respected our time and then also on top of that we're, we're more serious right now there's also Absolutely. like yeah it, and that sort of sort of thing it's just weird how humans work like that but there is this weird thing where like if they don't pay a pound of flesh for something they don't respect it and you know i bet you if we charged like a hundred dollars for the course i mean fucking they wouldn't respect the information I, I really think most people would have not even paid attention to it like that's that it's it's weird how the brain works like that but i mean me and i mean we've i've talked to richard about this and it's it's legitimate it's like 
He's like, yeah. Like, I mean, I remember him saying multiple times, like, yeah, like I should have charged for side vibe. It, it would have, it would have, yeah. it would have hit way different. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, if you have goods and services out there that you want to get in crypto, absolutely charge for them. And yeah, make it a price people respect. Uh, for this, I treat it as a hobby. I don't treat it as a business. Just, just one last side note on that. And for SciVive, good news. Hopefully, uh, it's we've we've got SciVive at the at an editor right now who's working on it. Maybe we get it in print this year. Maybe uh, we at least get it in better shape, and then Richard gets to sell it and uh, and get that value that's been uh, lacking in the last six or seven years since it's been out. So yeah, I think at some point, I think once everything once I mean in a couple, I think maybe toward, like the bear market of next cycle. I think that's when he's going to start focusing on SciVive. I think if I had a guesstimate, so. yeah, because this is—I mean, there's too much stuff with Pulse Chain for him to really go full on with that. But at, at some point, I think that's what's going to happen. I think that's how he's going to piss people off. He's like, "Why aren't you focusing on Hex, man? What? What about Pulse Chain, man? Come on, man, Pulse X, man. What? Like he's like spending all this money on like research and stuff for like 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 for like life extension and shit. Why isn't he focusing on the fucking price and the token, bro? And like, so selfish. It's yeah. It's just you know. I mean, like the, Hex V two, Hex V yeah. two, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hex V. <laughs> yeah. yeah when, when, when upgrade, man, tokenomics ain't working anymore, man. Like what's going on, dude. You know, <laughs> I've been, I've been clipping all kinds of his uh, vintage videos. If anyone doesn't know, I got vintage videos coming out every week for the next two years. Really? That project. Yeah. How, how do you, do, how do you do it? Do you, do you, are you clipping you know, like the short 15 minute clips or is it the full video? How are you doing that? So basically just went through probably 50 or 80 of his just old clips from 2017 until uh, this last Hex conference in 20, 2013. So vintage slash notable clips and just went through, you know, some of them have timestamps, some of them don't. Went through the video, picked out interesting things I could find. Some of them are three minutes, some of them are 10 minutes, stuff like that. But there's so many funny ones too. And somebody asked about Hex V2, when's Hex V2? And he's like, let me tell you, let me tell you when it's coming out. It's here now. It's here now. Like like all those uh, all those amazing streams we remember. Yeah. Uh, as well as I mean, I got them coming out. I had one come out today. He talked about ratio trading. I believe that's the one that came out today, and and all that. So uh, yeah, the channel. Uh, if I if I take a vacation for two years, uh, at least if if you know unless something changes, you'll get uh, vintage RH clips at least once a week uh, for the next until March 2025. They wouldn't let me schedule any farther out. I had more. But I had like 180 clips or something like that that I. I, I so you up, so how long did it take to upload all that? God damn! <laughs> I, you're making me have nightmares again. It was it was a uh, you know you're, I'm in the middle of doing. I'm questioning why why am I, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? And a note just push through push through. Just do it. Yeah. It'll be cool. Just do it. And then uh, yeah, it was a lot of work. I, I'm not gonna lie, it was a lot of work, but uh, I'll, I'll, it's, it'll be worth it. I'll tell you this as a content creator: if you're not pushing content out, you'll be forgotten. It's 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 kind of it's kind of dark it's kind of dark to say that but it's true it's like like you have to if you're not making noise you will be forgotten and stuff so you, you, you I mean just don't ever stop basically yeah it's, it's, uh... and it's I know but it's it's true it's like like it, it takes a lot of it takes a lot of effort to get the ball rolling and it doesn't take that much to keep it like in motion and stuff like that. now if you want to go faster of course it's gonna take real effort but like a lot of people can maintain their channels and do all kinds of it's just like the, like you work so hard and then you just let it go it's like it seems r ridiculous and stuff yeah yeah it, it's one of those what, what was the phrase i think uh i think it came from naval uh naval ravikant another person how to get rich uh, mentioned earlier really great series <laughs> great book too yeah. if you uh, the, the almanac of naval ravikant my mm -hmm. favorite probably my favorite book in the world um, but anyways, he talks about, uh, you know, the, the problem with, uh, getting on stage is you can never get off. He kind of says something like that. And it reminded me of what you said there. It's like, yeah, if you, you need to have consistency, you need to keep putting out content. I've did live streams. I feel like every day except the weekend, I usually don't, but obviously today, special occasion, 
for the last like three or four weeks, sometimes double headers. And it's just like, sometimes I get so tired. I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Just take a day or two off, relax. Don't burn yourself out. But if you want to, you know, if you want to grow the channel, whether you monetize or not, you got to you gotta produce content, either live streams, short form clips, whatever it is. Yeah. You got to have value, you know. You know, you know who really inspires me is uh, the guys from Fresh and Fit, Myron and Fresh. They were, they do so many freaking shows. I mean, when when they stream, they literally stream six hours a day, right? They're doing they're doing a, a like a, either a Money Monday show or some sort of a guy show on. They have a special guest and stuff like live in studio, and then from there they end up having the after hour show with the girls and stuff. On top of that, that's that's like three hours on top of that. So it's like between like five to six hours of content. Plus, you know, as a YouTuber, there's prep work. And on top of that, they're running individual channels like Fed it and you know a Fresh Prince CEO channel and stuff like that with blockchain. But they're tired, bro. Like I mean, I've, I mean, I mean, like not to throw, mm -hmm. not, like not to like say like everything that's going on in the background, but like you know they're working they're working so hard. I mean they're like they're they're, they're really tired and stuff like that. And so it's motivated. I mean it's motivated me to even push harder and stuff like that because that's, that's what's true. It's like I, I I will say this to you yesterday. I legitimately was so tired of streaming yesterday. <laughs> I was so over it, bro. Like, yeah, I, I really yesterday on coffees. Yeah, yeah, I was on. That, that's what fucked me up is like th those assholes. I will say that because they're my buddies. But those assholes told like it was supposed to start an hour later, and then like magically, like oh, now I'm an hour late into that stream. Look at that, late coin Moses once again, right? Yeah, uh, I yeah. didn't see you, and then I came back an hour later, and oh, DCC's there. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's always a running joke, you know, late Queen Moses and stuff like that. Even like, but usually it's these old, like these. It's so crazy. These guys are so young and stuff still, and they're like they're trying to like, like Miguel. You know, I have to get to sleep before you know five p.m. in the afternoon, right? So like, uh, <laughs> pretty uh, amazing. Yeah, pretty uh, yeah, pretty amazing. But those guys are really awesome and stuff. I like. I mean, uh, we we're gonna try to do more of those streams and stuff. But like, though, legitimately, like it's it was me coffee. RG3 and Hexologist were like the first four Hex YouTubers and stuff like that. So we've been wanting to like just do a little content here and there, maybe like once a month do a stream together. But it's like, um, yeah, those are really solid dudes and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, people man. don't realize how much work it takes. I mean, yeah. it's I, that's one thing I try not to do. I try not to get, do streams or interviews where I'm like, oh, what do you want to talk about? I don't know what you want to talk about. It's like beforehand, you know, scheduling work. There's thumbnails. There, I mean, of course, you can outsource a lot of stuff too. Correct, but then correct. for me, I prep. Like I have a document. Usually I have a document with a bunch of questions or topics. I do research. I try to you know, make it a good conversation because well, it's not even worth my time to get on here for an hour or two if I'm not creating value. Like I don't want to just see myself talk. I just don't want to, you know, just, I mean, AMAs and stuff are, are fine, but you know, that's that's the biggest thing. If like new new streamers and stuff, just focus on value. Like, yeah. like what are you, or is what you're doing and what you want to talk about actually moving the needle forward? Or do you just want to make more content just to get a couple of clicks and do clickbait? Like there's a difference between the two. And I think focus on value is how you actually like get people to respect you and grow mm -hmm. and, and like, uh, you know, have that develop that good judgment and stuff. And, and people uh, come to you for when they need answers for stuff. No, definitely. I mean, there, there's some good people doing like, I think like, um, um, Crypto Sloth is doing, giving a lot of great value in the Hedron community and stuff like, like shout, shout out to, uh, shout out to Sloth. Um, mm -hmm. Access Live is doing some great stuff as well. I mean, dude, there's a lot of people out here doing great stuff. You as well, um, Gold Key uh, with the Maximus Dow and team and stuff like that. Um, gee, I can't keep up with all the tokens anymore. God damn, it's a lot of tokens. <laughs> I told them they can create as many tokens as they want. They, they're that valuable. They yeah, they're yeah. your ecosystem. Yep. Just do whatever you want, guys. I, I love it. Yeah, because I had a couple of DMs like Miguel. Why do you hate them? I don't hate them at all. They're they're my, they're homies. Right? Like, I've met the, I've met these guys in person. Like these are really good guys and stuff. Like I party with these guys anytime. For real, like they're always invited. If they're in Vegas, they're always, there's always a seat right here for them. 
for real. Open yeah, I don't know how we didn't meet in Vegas. I don't know how we didn't meet in Vegas because I met them too. And, uh, Wait, were you at the PulseCon thing? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You didn't go to the Nagas party? I didn't go to Nagas. I went to the Power City. I didn't go to Nagas. That must be what I was happened. at Power City too, bro. So we just missed each other, bro. I brought, I brought I met like 100 people there. How did I miss you? That's crazy. So That's I, crazy. I, I, I came in, of course, to, like halfway through, of course, uh, but uh, <laughs> with Rolo and stuff. And we were, we were just backstage there where they were doing like the, uh, the dressing room and stuff. And then we went backstage with like the House mm-hmm. of Pain and stuff. That shit was cool, man. Me and Rolo on stage went, jump, jump, jump. <laughs> Dude, that, that was, was sick. That was amazing. Yeah, that was pretty sick, dude. But yeah, shout out to Power City and stuff. Like, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of cool stuff. It's just like, the whole thing now is just like when this thing launches, I want to see these projects actually launch their stuff. You know, Mintra, another thing they did a really cool thing. Um, shout out to Freddie Quotes uh, through a really cool party and stuff. But um, yeah, man, super fun. Yeah, it's uh. So assuming you're going to Miami, mm. what's the date on it? I want to say May 18th ish, somewhere through there. Maybe by the skin of my teeth, but I'm probably going to end up missing it because I'm, I'm, we're starting the courses on May 6th and they may run like three weeks. So I might not be able to go, but if I can, I'll mm-hmm. go. But I mean, we'll, we'll see. You got to come to the Florida man party. Yeah. Well, I'll come to something for sure. If not, then I'll start, I'll do some, I'll do some kind of like crypto con here in Vegas or something for everybody to show up to. Yeah, that'd be sick. I'm, I'm excited for the events this year. I mean, we got Pulse Chain, maybe, hopefully, fingers crossed, launching at some point. But the the Hex events, the Pulse Chain events, and the meetups happening this year. Like, our, we have local meetups uh, in in Washington State too, and and uh, we we try to meet at least once a month and and hang out and do fun stuff and laser tag and uh, go out to dinner and bowling and all that stuff. So uh, I love love meeting people in real life. It's uh, it's it's pretty cool to hang out. Got you. So right now, so are you actively buying crypto anymore or do you kind of like set with the bags and now you're just more like making content or like what i mean what are you doing in terms of your capital like how are you allocating yourself good question um i've actually been thinking a lot about it lately trying to figure out as we seem to be much closer than we were before we have been the last two years to things i've been thinking okay with dry powder where do i put it when do i put it um you know the ratio side of it the bridge part of it when it goes live a lot of things have been going through. I think that, you know, every new thing that launches, there's always a dip. There's always a dump. When that is, it's, you know, it's, it's anybody's guess. And you can have all the theories, you know, anybody can come up with a bunch of theories and, and, and stuff around that. But I just think that right now, you know, if you weren't buying Hex, you know, two or three months ago uh, or six months ago and stuff like that, today i mean you're yeah, obviously you know if it keeps going up you're not getting the multiples you used to be able to get but my biggest question is if you didn't get into pulse chain or you want more how do you how do you do that how do you allocate into that do you wait for the dump uh do you you know this is different timing things what's your time frame short term long term um for me i'm trying to figure that out and i think you know looking at liquidity pools looking at a bunch of indicators i've talked about mm. uh recently too on stream to figure out when when this thing's going live, because that, you know, that kind of kicks off a lot of other events. I'm just not sure where to put a lot of the dry powder right now. And, it, you know, do, do, you, do you save it? Do you put it in a hex right now to get the copies? Do you wait for the dip and pulse chain and then pull the trigger? Do you allocate 50-50 or something like that to those type of scenarios? I, I'm not sure that, but those are some things floating around in my mind. I'd be curious to what, what, uh, what you're thinking as well. I mean, I have an idea for what I'm going to do, but I mean, it's all about, you know, there's a dry powder strategy and then there's the, because there's, there's both, right? There's how much liquid hex coin or liquid, I don't know, I should say 
how much liquid liquid hex ecosystem coins are you gonna own versus dry powder when the bridge opens up to then get in right there's kind of like two to three stages to all this there's the snapshot then there's the then it's going live and then the bridge opening up and stuff maybe the bridge opens up right away but i don't think so personally i think it uh we kind of like snapshot we could like or where's my fan gauntlet let's uh <laughs> it is extremely difficult to do actual it's really i, I could we couldn't do it <laughs> come on iron man you got chink. this yeah there you go chink there you go right but, you know, um, there's six tokens in this ecosystem, right? We're missing the MetaMask token right now. It's still not out yet, but eventually we'll have the Richard Hart Wallet, PHEX, HEX, PulseChain, PulseX, Incentive token right here. Always forget about that one right there. You got the PLP pull token, which may or may not be traded. That's kind of insane as well. Yeah, yeah. There's all kinds of there's all kinds of cool tokens and stuff. So basically, yeah, there's there's six to Richard Hart official like like the the infinity stones of the Richard Hart ecosystem, and then there is like a holy trinity, or I should say, there's like basically there's some really good um, ally tokens, like something like a Hedron or a um you know the hedron icosa thing and then on some of the some of the pool tokens and stuff with like um, maximus dow and stuff and then a couple other good like kind of good players and then there's like these dark triad coins and stuff which are like you know zen uh, uh, pulse doge you know some of these other some of these other tokens but like they're a part of they're going to be part of the ecosystem whether we like it or not but mm, kind of shadowy a little bit you know cool. Vampiric. Let me see if I can call Richard and get a get some advice here. Richard, you guys can see my my 2007 uh, iPhone. Yo, now. that's um, sick, dude. <laughs> three three point five inch three point five inch phone. Wait, is that uh, legit? You legitimately yeah. using that? No, no. I mean, actually, mm, will it work? I'm not sure it'll work, but it it'll turn on. I'm not sure if I can make phone calls, but gotcha. Yeah, but I would I'd phone a friend. I call Richard Hart and see what he's going to do with. Uh, I mean, not that he has any coins or anything, but uh, I I think the question. Uh, that a lot of people may be asking too is how do you know when to sell and what mm. percentage like you know do you do you sell 30 uh, at a 10x 100x do you sell 30 percent and then at 1000x you sell you it, know uh, if, how do you that how do you rationalize stuff like that like how do you think about like what how do you ladder your sales or, or do you just like at some know, point there is multiples i mean there is multiples and stuff right i mean like i don't know i mean you shouldn't outside of maybe like a quick i mean don't be trading too much, but if someone is trading, right, they're like, you could sell, you could sell for a good local high and then like buy back down low. That's different from like, actually like I'm selling into us dollars permanently or until the next bottom of the market or something. So, um, I mean, you really should have a lot of multiple. I mean, like if you, if you don't have like whatever you buy today, I mean, you really should be getting a 10 to 20 X multiple before you really think about selling. That's going to be a different thing to a year and a half from now, a year from now. It's like, yeah, five, you know, it's like, like, it's possible to get 30 X's now, right? A year from now, you know, that's not going to be as, as much in the cards anymore. Or maybe it is like, I mean, like, I've, I mean, I said this on Twitter, this tweet kind of went viral in the X community where I said, just to clarify $2, I think like the, the low end for the high on hex, I think it's like $2. That's more of a conservative one. Um, where it, things kind of lined up exactly how I think we're probably hit like that $5.56 you know, 56 or a 65 cent hex. That's the 100,000 X right there. And then if everything in the world went perfect and stuff like that, exchange listings, movie came out. Um, I mean, influencers started talking about it. I mean, Pulse Gene's working flawlessly. We're the second biggest L1. We're basically the second or the third biggest in market cap and stuff. Because, you know, if they put us on the market cap sites, they're going to mess with our supply a little bit. I know they are, right? Mm. But if that's to our benefit, actually. So if they ever, like, if they ever mess with our supply and make us look lower in market cap, that makes us look cheap. 
That's good. Well, just to clarify too, when I say sell, that could be borrow. That could be, you know, lock up and get liquidity from, get liquidity from in some way. I, if it's someone asked me like, when, when are you out? When are you getting out of hex pulse chain and stuff? I mean, even just forget about hex because you, you know, that's easy. You lock yourself into for a long time. You, right. you that, that's may a- want to do that generational yeah. up. But for pulse chain and pulse X, it's like, okay, you know, I know there'll be some locking type products, probably community bit ones and stuff like that. But like, I could never see being all the way out because again, why would you sell your money printers? Why would you, you be- sell your generational wealth? Because you believe in it. There's a lot of people that get into, no, th- there is a distinction here that you like, I believe in hex. I believe in a lot of these other tokens in here, so I won't be selling all my coins, but it is, there is a case to say, like for hex, right? I mean, I have, um, I have a lot of, I have a lot of stakes. So a lot of majority of my hex are still staked out and I keep grabbing new ones and then putting them out longer and stuff. So, um, I think originally, I think my lockup was like four years or something like five. No, no, it may have been six years and it's now it's a nine or so that that's just normal. That's what's going to happen with a lot of people. But, um, I'm really digging in the memory banks here. I'm trying to remember what was my original luck. Like what was the average, but I think it was like five or six years back. Then. Cause like, um, Richard kind of messed up a lot of guys back in the day. He told us like, eh, I don't see much of the point of going out 15 years. Uh, you know, one to 10 years is totally okay. Cause that's what the bonus max is out. I was like, all right, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. All right. And then, uh, then later on six or eight months later into hex, he's like, you know what? I think going out to 15 is not a terrible idea. Like son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, the, so the two main points on that is, uh, you know, you probably never get that t-shirt rate again. Right. Uh, and you collect the emergency and stake fees for another five years. I think that's the two reasons why you would do five years extra. Yeah. <laughs> Look, chaotic creations, FX, you were late coin. That's how I, I got sucked into this whole thing because RG didn't want to stream alone. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Yo, shout out to you, man. When it come to, when are you coming to Vegas, dude? Like, I want to get you in the studio, man. Uh, that's another hex OG right there. Like Johnny Chaos is a great guy, man. Uh, shout out to Doctor Chaos. Yes, man. Got, I got to meet him. I got to meet him finally in person. I think at the. Uh, I think we're doing some sort of a mansion party somewhere in like PulseCon. I can't remember whose party it was though. But these um, hexagons like mansions for some reason. Are, are hexagons rich? Is that what's going on? I, 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 BitBoy says, "Hey, you make a couple million dollars. I'd be, I'd like it too." <laughs> Shout out to BitBoy, man. And, hey, that was one of the vintage clips that uh, that I released recently too about BitBoy getting three hundred sixty nine dollars of hex and it turning into be like thirty k or something. Is that what it was? Yeah, it, it must have been. At, yeah, definitely. And then he's, I think he would have made more, but he sold it. If I remember correctly, mm-hmm. yeah, he sold it a little early, but he's still like, "Wow, this turned into a lot of you know free money. Holy crap!" You know, I mean, we're turning people around. I mean, let's be for real. Like, like I know the hexagons got a lot of cash, but let's be for real. It was like all this money that was sacrificed. It wasn't all just hexagons. Like a lot of people missed the missed the you know missed the ride on hex because of like how they felt or whatever. Right? They they read a book by its cover. For this, it's a lot easier for people to understand an L one. Oh, L one go burr. Oh, I should get into that. Like, oh, and, and then a lot of these guys have probably, even with malicious thoughts, are like, all these dumb hexagons and shit, you know, I'll buy their little shit coin cheap right now and I'll dump it on their fucking loser heads and shit. Ha, 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 ha. I mean, that's literally how a lot of these guys think, you know? And, hey, thank you for the better, the, I mean, hey, I mean, I will say this, though. Whoever is running the uh, sack wallet made about, I think, what's, my, my calculations were $8 million from converting stable coins and stuff. But, hey, I may admit, some people are saying, like, 16, 18 million. But um, I think they're trying to tether into die and then it repegged. Shing. Dude. Made some money there. For, so we have, we have an extra $8 million of extra liquidity at least for the, uh, you know, for the, um, I would say liquidity pools and all that stuff. We're just supporting the ecosystem, which is awesome. 
But well, that, that's what I was going to say too. Like that's a, the, the people or the, the, whoever runs these, these wallets that uh, haven't moved, apparently they don't need it to pay devs or anything. They're just uh, sitting there. We don't know what's going to happen with it yet, but what, I guess, what do you, do you think in the next year or two years, we'll see moves by the OA or the, the wallet trustees or whatever you want to call like all the, mm-hmm. all those different entities are the same or whatever it is making moves like because they're if they're, they're benevolent wells they're here to help their be- hexagon's best friend pulskin's best friend all that what what could they do like that wouldn't you know that would still give them that like kind of integrity thing of, of of uh you know never dumping and all that stuff what do, you, what do you see happening right so i think at some point we will get some allocation um there's probably going to be some otc deals probably get very larger players at some point i would imagine right i i, I know that they're working right now on a on a hex kind of grayscale fund basically and um i think that's gonna be pretty useful to keep um to get it's gonna it's mostly it's all locked up five 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 stakes or so they may they may end up doing 10 year stakes i'm not sure but like i'll have to really like dig in with them but i think it's all 15 year stakes um i think that's gonna be an important issue uh, important thing right there and actually that's gonna be a, a really interesting sort of place because i think they'll mostly be grabbing either otc so um some larger players who are trying to dump and stuff like that, like it will take off that selling pressure Hopefully, there's always an asshole who's gonna sell in the market, just market sell, <laughs> not even stagger it out yeah. or LP it or whatever the hell you know to get liquidity and stuff. But um, you know, there's there's gonna be some bigger players because as this stuff gets larger and larger and larger, right? Um, in the price and stuff, you know, it would be cool to have these kind of places. I mean, like even though I don't recommend that exchange, what's called Mexi or the, um, the, yeah. the 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 first the first real exchange in a long time to actually list hex um, is doing very well. They, they're doing a lot of purchases in there and stuff like that. I'm not sure if they're market buying right now, but I'm pretty sure there's probably somebody set up there just putting their hex in there and people are buying it and stuff. So th- that's an interesting one. Yeah. Once you have these exchanges and stuff, you know, like exchanges will probably make an, like private deals with people just be like, hey, you can get supply here so you don't get wicked out. Just give me a stable price. And then they're selling it or trading it there and then it, it has much less of a, a negative effect on the market and stuff. Just taking that selling pressure away is incredible. Or if not, they're just going on the open market even better, even better. You know, like, oh, crap, yeah. we're at, uh, Coinbase is out of hex and stuff. Time to go buy $5 million on the open market. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, they go sell it on on their exchange and stuff. So um, obviously, I don't think they'll do that craziness. But like at some point, I mean, co- I mean, it's not impossible. Like we will have exchange listings, I think, more towards the tail end of the cycle. So I think in like late 20, like man, 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 maybe like quarter one, quarter two of 2025, we'll start seeing a lot of exchange listings. Um we'll start getting kind of like the B list C list players probably at the uh, middle of 24 to like late 24 and stuff. So we'll have a little like dominoes fall and then we'll actually get a, one major player probably. Cause I don't think we're going to get all of them, but we may get one yeah. major, maybe a Kraken or something. We'll decide, you know, let's get this shit cracking, you know, <laughs> get cracking. I like that. Yeah. I think one thing that a lot of people just don't understand and maybe they only been here for a year or two that came in with pulse chain or, or otherwise, and they haven't watched Richard and understood his mission, all that for a while, I, it goes back to delayed gratification. Like yeah. everything that happens, you can map it back to Hex as a product. You can map waiting for Pulse Chain for two years. You can chalk that up. You, I mean, obviously there's some technical stuff changing from BSC and all that right, stuff right, too. Right. But just in general, like even even me and Dave and Peter were talking last night. Hey, what if the bridge doesn't come in a month? Imagine how many weak hands, how many people are going to ratio trade everything away. They can't wait to get out of Pulse Chain. And I think that's a feature. I think that's, you know, the dumps, hex price go down. I don't think it's supposed to I, go I, I don't want you to unmonetize my channel, man. Like, stop talking about the, Saudi, the Saudis, bro, right now. I mean, you're scaring me. 
Oh god. Oh god. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the Saudis. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. A, but it's true. Like, like, like. That's why. Like, it could. We could get. And like, there is. There is. Like, if I had to put a percentage on it, like, is the bridge going to be open within the first day? I'd put damn near like a ninety percent chance. No. Absolutely not. But three, three to thirty days. Max. Yeah. It's in within that range, though. Yeah, but if it is thirty a month without the bridge, interesting. It's really, really interesting. I, I don't think enough people have even real like. I've I've heard a lot of people like P hacks and this and all that. But think like I'll, I'll give you guys a little sauce here, right? This isn't really that crazy, but like if, think about this. What's gonna be the most valuable token on when when we okay? So let's just say we there's no bridge, right? So we have what PulseX, Pulse Chain, P hacks, and then. Maybe P Hedron being worth something and something. But let's just talk about the big three, right? P Hex, Pulse Chain, and Pulse X, right? Well, P Hex is going to be the most valuable token dollar wise off the rip. Think about it. So let's just say around that time, um, snapshot wise, we're probably getting 30 to 40 cents on Hex on the snapshot just off of where the price is right now. I mean, right now we're at 8 cents. Um, once the snapshot is getting a little closer, people are like, oh shit, this thing might launch. Holy crap, crap, crap. We'll hit the 13 cents and then. It'll crack up and stuff like that. So, like, the worst case, I think, personally, for the snapshot, because it, it, it looks like we're probably going to get, like, an eight-hour notice, if that. Like, I don't think we're getting 24 hours anymore. Like, we're just going to, hey, post, I, I live, knowing Richard, probably, if I had to guesstimate, like, him, he's probably going to say, hey, yep, uh, imagine it's the middle of your night. And let's, because zero, zero UTC time, I think, on the Pacific, on the West Coast, it might be, like, 5 p.m., right? So imagine mm -hmm. that, like, it's 2 in the morning. He says, yeah, uh, we're going to end up having it at um at zero UTC time or or at the or at this block number and then it ends up being the zero UTC time. So we're like, holy shit, we got eighteen hours. I mean the the price would pretty much go to twenty five cents. Like minimum. Not bad, right? Oh. Thirty cents but like but if we had like three days, if like Richard said, hey, you know, the snapshot's gonna be in three days. Tres dias. Let me do the German way. Three days, right? The price would probably get to forty cents plus but there's just not like but he's pretty much kind of hinted that no it's going to happen at any time so yeah. and then he's also said like i've had a lot of people like like because there's very a lot of very misinformed people that said like there's going to be no snapshot there's no fork bro and then richard literally said like oh yeah the snapshots hasn't happened yet pros um it's going to happen but it's it hasn't happened yet so yeah i mean yeah, what, I mean, what, what, what there are your thoughts will be on that? a i mean there's got to be a block hype right there's got to be something where at a certain point, the fork becomes the fork, and there is a, it is another network at some point. So, um, I want to say though about the ratio trade, and the thing about ratio trading is you can't really dump in ratio trade. Like you, you, you can't dump into fiat and get out because there's no bridge. So you got to dump into something. So I wonder where all that. Like if you're going to dump your pulse chain, you're going to dump your pulse X, you're going to dump your hex. What are you going to dump it into? Or you're going to dump everything else into those? It's a Zen baby. Where, where, really where else high. am I going besides Zen, bro? All in, bro. We, Come we getting those copies? We getting those copies? Wow. Wow, 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 wow. wow. I, I, that would be some dope shit if Richard says, not Zen. <laughs> I would crack yo, up. Man, yo, yo, Richard. Like, yeah. Richard, if you're watching, I'm sorry, I'll put the word out and stuff to fucking Gary and everybody else and shit. Yo, if that's because like, look, I think, I think Richard said this before. Oh, you would probably end up knowing actually the date because you have all the videos. But Richard has said this. Like, how stupid was it for Bitcoin Cash to have given, you gave all your enemies the weapon to kill you. Like I've said this, I said this on previous Moon Gangs on Charlie's channel. I've said, hey, what 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 Rod Javier should have done is anyone who had a hundred Bitcoin or less 
would have got the would have got the free coins. Like I, I people give a lot of bullshit to like uh, uh, Pulse Doge, but Pulse Doge did the correct thing. I think here they gave the maximum amount of coins to dolphins and the lower tiers, and they cucked out the sharks and dolphins. I mean the sh uh, the sharks and the whales. Yeah, because the sharks and the whales don't need it if they really want to get it, because they're only going to hurt the price. I mean like. There's certain like very public figures in the hex community that all they do is dump their fucking tokens and shit. And there's actually some of these tokens are actually decent, like, and they just keep dumping it on the market and stuff. It's just extra liquidity for them. But I mean, it's I guess in the in the normal sense, it's it's distributing coin supply over time and stuff. So yeah. it's their loss, short term gains, long term loss on some of these tokens. But still, like like you don't want to give some of these bigger like let them buy in, give them give them an amount to play around with. Sure, but like. You want to the middle class or like the upper middle class, like where the the people. The, I would say like like in if this was the U.S. economy, the dolphins are really the the real the, the small business owner, the back the actual people who are, who are actually keeping the, the ecosystem alive, right? The the ones with the most skin in the game versus uh, most skin in the game versus like, but not enough where like they're like just they could destroy it and monopolize it. It's 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 a very large group and very powerful, right? As well as the you know the squids and the turtles, the squids, turtles, and the dolphins are are hex. That's the hexagons right there. Like there's what like there's like a hundred and some change sharks, right? And those hundred and change sharks, half of them are probably double wallets. If I'm being fucking honest, so there's like forty to thirty dudes, tops, maybe one chick in there. <laughs> there's two chicks there's two chicks i know I, I know that i know for a fact but um and then the whales i mean they're all dudes so let's be real let's, let's, let's not even joke around about that like the but and the whales are like and the same thing with the whales right like that's what i'm saying it's like we're talking about like if you add whales and shark wallets it's like fucking not even 40 people yeah i, I mean i think richard's focused on onboarding too i think that's one of his priorities for for pulse chain and it makes sense that he would you know, I I don't think he would be excluding communities just because that even though you know we joke it'd be it'd be funny if that happened for certain communities that he's talked about not liking or for one reason or another. But I think the growth and like the uh, the network effect that he wants Pulse Chain to have yeah. needs to have everyone in it as many people as possible. Now right. if he blacklists some wallets or whatever exchanges, blah blah blah. That's you know that's like a separate deal. But like as far as communities go and coins, I think. It's it's going to be insane to see the race to which ones have value and which and I want to see the stats of how many people start using Pulse Chain from, because they had a coin that got copied over. I want to see that those top ten stats. Some Shibas, that's, baby. It's going to be unbelievable. Some Shibas. The Shibas. Yeah. I, sh I really believe Shibas. it's going to be the Shiba people. I, I really do because it's like like I've said this before. So Doge. Like if I had if I had a shitcoin portfolio, if I had a meme shitcoin portfolio, right, it would be Dogecoin, Shiba, and Bone. Those three tokens, right. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. Uh, Dogecoin is is essentially Bitcoin for the meme world. Shiba Inu is essentially their their Ethereum, and they have their own L1 now, and they're like they're having Bone Swap and stuff, which is Bone Token. That's like their Pulse X. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, there's like there's dog money out here, um, but dog money everywhere. But wow. but believe it or not, on Twitter within within if if they, if so if Elon Musk ends up doing this deal with I think Signature I think Signature Bank is the one he's trying to buy. Because Signature Bank has is it Silicon that... Valley Bank? No, no, not Silicon Valley Bank. No, no. Um, oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> no, no. But if they end up doing this deal with uh, Signature Bank, because Signature Bank ended up in the background has this kind of like this instant payments network that they for exchanges. If they end up doing that, um, we're probably going to end up getting Bitcoin and Dogecoin tipping payments on on Twitter. And what's going to happen is for people who don't know, Bitcoin is four times slower than Ethereum. 
right? Off the rip, at least le- in terms of processing and stuff. Like that. Even though it's empty True. right now, it would it would very quickly get bogged down. Because imagine like, oh, sure, I can tip in Bitcoin. All these were like, let me tip you in Satoshis, right? And then eventually it would start getting, it would start clogging up the Bitcoin network pretty quickly. So most people don't know this. Dogecoin runs on Litecoin. It's merge mined. And Litecoin has the same throughput as Ethereum. But because it's empty right now, uh, it's... <laughs> It's empty right now. You would probably it, what's going to happen is you have most people tipping in Dogecoin actually. So Dogecoin's actually, there's actually a big there's actually a big boon like Doge would actually do very well I think. But the thing is, the, there's no development on Dogecoin. So like these these community members I don't think would really like go over to um, Pulse Chain, but the Shiba and you guys will. And it's it's sort of the second effect when when Bitcoin goes up, it drags up the other one, the Ethereum. So basically, if Shiba goes up and stuff, those people get a lot more wealth and money and stuff like that. It starts bringing a lot of like options like yo, let's start pumping some of these copies and stuff. So I, I should think Shiba might not be a decent, would probably be a decent community on the Pulse Chain Network, I think within six, eight months of of the actual rollout of it. Believe it, yeah. yeah. It, it's 2040, we're on Mars and uh, we're paying for stuff with Doge because Elon Elon uh, finally hired some devs to, to, to get things going again. Yeah, now now I have a, <laughs> this comment's incredible, from a Siggy Hexdust. RH Max, why is your skin so flawless, bro? Uh, I don't, you know, again, I don't do sponsorships. I don't know if I should talk about the brand of my moisturizer, but uh, let's just say that uh, say I take care of myself. Okay, take care of myself inside, outside. Good. Thank you for the compliment. <laughs> you take that so much. Thing. <laughs> I try to answer every person uh, in chat's question. Okay. No, no, I know. I noticed that about you. That's that's so, yeah. I, I try to do the same thing as well. But there, there is like like when I'm doing solo streams when I'm doing AMAs like. Um, it's just impossible to do so, but I'm 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 really being trying to proactive on answering the most important questions. But then I feel really terrible, like like answering some questions in the chat when it's like I'm talking to a, to a guest like you, of course, you know, or a guest because I want to be respectful. I want to. It's just weird. It's kind of balance of like being a, a you know gracious uh, host and stuff, making sure that your your um, whoever's on the stream is talking and getting their points across, but at the same time not ignoring the chat as well. So it's like exactly. Yeah. A lot of people, man, they just show up and they're like, ah, answer my question or, or like they get mad. Like I, I again, I, you, as you mentioned, I try my best to get to, once it gets to 200 people, I just, it's flying. I can't do anything about it, but I just try to pick some out. But it, it's funny, like people be, oh, I, I asked it in chat or something before. I'm like, man, I'm trying my best, but I, I just, I can't do it. it. You just showed up to the stream and, you know, I, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do this, trying to talk to the guests, just as you said. So, um. Uh, oh, anyways, I was going to say, it just reminded me, I think somebody needs to make the meme of, because, uh, you know, in Pulse Chain, we have beats. I think each, uh, each, each, uh, the lowest, the lowest uh, uh, decimal is a beat. So we should have, like, oh, beats, right, right, beats right. by Richard, beats by Richard instead oh, of beats no. by Dre. Beats by Dre. <laughs> beats by Richard. I want those headphones, man. I want those heart, heart uh, headphones, like Valentine's Day special. You, you actually want to know something really funny. What a small world that, that, that reference is, is like... Uh... So you want? So do you remember um, we were doing this hex boxing fight? Uh, me and and um, and uh, what's his name? Um, Kareem, me and Kareem were doing a hex boxing fight and stuff like that. And yeah, uh, yeah. Our, our guy ended up beating Fake Drake. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, right. You guys that's remember right, that? That's right. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Shout out, our, you know, sh- you know, sh- you know. Shout out to uh, what? Um, shout out to the hex champion and stuff, right? But surprisingly enough, watch this shit. So MK, right? MK's father is the founder of, of Monster Cables, and he's the one who produced and made all the Beats by Dre um, headphones. 
Wow. Yeah, dude. So That's crazy. And dude. he's he's won a bunch of awards recently, Oscars and stuff. Basically, he won a lot of awards for um being like for being a, like he's a really successful Asian American and stuff like that. So it's like <laughs> shout, shout out to him and stuff. But yeah, he ended up making like Beats by Dre in manufacturing. He actually had the headphones out and stuff, and then did the deal with um. With Dr. Dre and everything like that, so that's pretty pretty small world, man. Like and and they're hexagons, so uh, <laughs> staked out Dude, for sure. I just wanted to say that uh, you don't have to you don't have to pull it up, but Brandon B just made one. He made the funniest comment in chat so far, and he's been. I went on his channel and did the interview the other day, and he introduced me as this book author with and this whole thing. And I had him on my show the first time, and he was like, "Like, can I, is it okay if I do like this thirty minute five bit sponsorship in the middle?" <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> but he was like, but it, the whole thing was a joke, and this is the first time I ever met the guy. And I was like, oh my god, is it one of those guys? And then he explained he was kidding, but this guy is—he's good at jokes. I'll say that. And his comment in the chat about Wuhan it was. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I saw you in the lab coat too, bro. I mean, <laughs> it's me. I had, I had the I had the hat and the necklace back then too. You know, it's, I've been rocking this brand for a while. Definitely, man. Definitely, man. But um, you know what? I was gonna talk some shit, but never mind. Forget it. I'll just stop. Like, mine. yeah, I ain't burnt. Nah, forget it. There's a couple guys I've wanted to bitch slap in person, right? And eh, it's just like, it's not because I don't want to, it's just because it's like, I'd have to hear these assholes talk for fucking ever, bro. Like, I just like, there's there's some people in the hex community that are not part of the hex community that's sort of in the hex community that like, they're flip flopping more. They're like, they act like they're on the fucking rag. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like, whatever, man. Like, anyway, anyway, yeah, yeah, I'll just keep going. So, so what's your strategy when it comes to validating? Are you going to do multiple validators, one validator? Like what are you going to try to create sort of like a service? Like, um, like I think like. You trying to dox my bags, bro? No, yeah, I mean, basically, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, if you, if my strategy is, is, is hmm, that's actually a good point because, you know, you could, I could flippantly say that, yeah, of course I want to use as much uh, of my pulse to be about as many validators as I can. That would increase my APY. That would increase, you know, the, the earnings based on the different numbers on the network. But also there's a strategy in there that's, yeah, it's actually a very good question of how do you, if you, if you're going to be a validator, you got to dedicate a certain number of pulse to that. We don't know if that pulse can be locked up, whether it's going to come out, you know, Shanghai is still in the air. What We can have some discussion on that too, but um, let's say we don't know if it's going to be locked up or it's going to come out immediately. So that's kind of TBD unknown yeah. right on the validator setup. He's like, you have no expectations when you can unlock this stuff. So maybe, maybe, maybe Shanghai uh, changes that if we launch at or before that or, or whenever. Right. Um, so, so you got to think about, okay, if you're going to be a validator and you have enough to be multiple validators, for example, how much do you want to put into that? And how much of a, you know, opportunity cost is that from what else you're going to do with your pulse? Right. Which you know, maybe locking it up, maybe you know, uh, taking its profit, maybe LPing uh, or something. You know, LPing, yeah. you know, all the different ways to do it. Maybe sending it to a cold wallet and and saying G GFY for a few years, all that stuff. So, it, yeah, that's actually a good question to to draw that into because it, you are validating, you're helping the network, but how much do you want to do that versus the other ways to make yield versus uh, yeah, what, what else you can do with your pulse? Um, and that's just the pulse side, and then you got the pulse X side. Again, there may be products, there's community stuff, Power City, for example, where you can uh, mint stables from it, lock it up, earn, earn all this stuff too. Uh, but natively, that's what's so different between Pulse Chain and Pulse X. Natively, there isn't this time lock deal. That's Hex's thing. So that kind of, and that's actually one of my favorite features. I love Hedron, love HSIs, but I think there's a time and place for them. And I don't use them for everything because I like, I like that, you know, save myself from temptation. 
if, if I have a moment of weakness, I don't want to lose my retirement back and stuff like that. So right. um, they're very different products. Uh, so how do you, how, I mean, how do you use exercise yourself personally? I mean, you just, you have enough already and now you're mostly filling in the ladder or, um, cause I know you have to go soon, but, um, how you, um, I mean, uh, what, what do you, I mean, what, like in terms of like, are you looking, are you looking for more exercise or like, what, what are you trying to do with the whole head drawn side? Yeah, it's a good question. So I, I use them more these days. I think I would be, I, I make more of them now because I've kind of got some bags set that gotcha. you know, my, my, my bigger bags and I'm like, good, that's my, my native stakes. And then HSIs are kind of my play on, okay, um, do I want to have them to, because, you know, they can appreciate, I can put them on uh, open sea or whatever layer I can, or secondary markets. I can Mintra. get Icosa from them. <laughs> yeah. I can get Icosa from them if I need it. Although Icosa is very volatile and you know, there's, there's a ceiling price and stuff that, you know, a lot of people, if you make it to today, be careful because it's not like you're going to trade in the next day to get all that money back through Icosa. It doesn't quite work that way. There's plenty of videos to watch cryptographic tests and good stuff on that. Yeah. So, but HSIs, I think if, if, if they're not your, I mean, what I do, at least if they're not my retirement bags, if they're not my something that I want to hold on to no matter what for five, 10, 15 years, then Every other stake, I'm pretty comfortable making HSIs because, hey, this is not going to, I'm not going to be able to shoot myself in the foot. I can trade them. I can, you know, sell them if I want to. I can recycle them, all that. So I think if they're not your must hang on to no matter what bags, why not make an HSI? That's why I look at it. Got you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a great, and then you get a little head drawn on top of that as well and you still have it if you decide to you know, yeah. on it and stuff. Yeah, interesting. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I like the whole system. I mean, you know, shut up. I'm a, I like head drawn a lot. It's it's a really cool it's a really cool ecosystem, and uh, let me see where the hell is Hedron at today. I don't even know the price right now. Let's see. Alex is phenomenal. I mean, this guy is just he's one of yet if not the most one of the most valuable people in our entire ecosystem. He's building products that have positive price feedback loops. He's building data centers. He may be building uh, pulse chain validators, plug and play type stuff. Um, yeah, he was I think he's going to fork Rocket Pool. I mean, yep. this guy is yep. he's 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 a hero. Yeah, he's doing a lot of yeah, a lot of cool stuff. He's like, yeah. So right now, the price of Hedron's at twenty six. Right now, um, pretty good price. I mean, right, it really hasn't pumped compared to what like I think this this one's setting up to do a really big move um, in the next in the next two three months and stuff. It's going to be one of the tokens that's going to do very well with Snapshot as well. So now, what I would I recommend having like most of your bag in Hedron versus Hex? No, right. But I think an allocation into Hedron even at these prices is very. I think it's a decent idea. It really is. Like I was like I was banging the drums at eighteen. So right now, um, I I don't like saying all the zeros because it just sounds bad on camera. So five zeros in the eighteen or the five zeros in the twenty six. So, um, from this head from the, it's because it's all time lowest. I think was two or three basically, and so from here right, if the price keeps going higher, let's just say it goes to two hundred and so I'll just say like oh, let's just say it does a ten x. I'll say it's two hundred and sixty right now. That's how I'm in. The, that's what I'm trying to, until eventually you get to the point where like it's a penny, it's half a, it's ten percent of us, you know. So when we can start getting into something, we used to do this with hex a lot of the times when it was fractions of fractions of pennies, where like it was so hard to say it on camera. Sometimes it was just like, yeah, so it's like one percent of one percent of a penny right now. It's like what, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, those, those were that's always great. I remember when it was trading on buy desk for yeah. like one satoshi, two satoshi. Yeah. And I remember looking at the screen being like, is this thing, ever, are we ever going to hit three Satoshi? Like I was like, is it ever going to get three <laughs> is it, Satoshi? Is should, it ever going to hit start, three Satoshi? <laughs> should I start trading on the Ethereum pair? Like, am I just in the wrong window right now? Like what is going on? How, like, and then, you know, watch the live stream with Richard. He's like, well, you know, things are going fine. And he's, I'm like, Richard, 
do you, do you understand that it's that two Satoshis right now? Like do something, you know, that was, that was me like five years ago or, or however, like four years ago. So uh, I did not believe in uh, Richard nearly as much until uh, Hex started, uh, price started going up. And I thought, wow, this was, that was validation. You know how to design a product. That's when Pulse Chain launched. I was like, dude, let me in. If that thing hits a penny, if Pulse Chain ever hits a penny, Pulse X ever hits a penny, if Hedron ever hits a penny, I think we're all rich at that point. I've said this before and I've said this multiple times. You are already wealthy and you don't know it. It's just a fact. Like you hold long enough and you hold tokens that survive, that survive. <laughs> but like, you, I mean, it's very likely, like, look, this cycle, we're probably looking at eight to $12,000 theory and probably a little higher, but in that zone right there, just responsibly, right? But I've done the math before, right? I, I think I did the math. If Bitcoin's a million dollars one day, right? Let's just do what it's, Bitcoin's, Bitcoin 10 years from now is lazily at a million dollars. And we're like, oh, this thing isn't pumping. It's only, it's only moved 50,000 this year. Oh my God, and Bitcoin's lame. We've done the math already. If it's if it's tit for tat, that would put Ethereum at like sixty four thousand dollars for ETH. Wow, sixty four thousand dollars theorem. That's not without that's not including any bonuses from being ETH two point and having more locked up supply and having less sell pressure and most people staking their coins and da 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 da. da. So it Vitalik could, going to Disneyland. Yeah, Vitalik going to Disneyland and stuff. You know, um, <laughs> there's that whole joke with Vitalik. Basically, he's like he's talking to uh, what's called a. <laughs> Tom Brady's chick <laughs> uh, on the date. Giselle? Giselle, yeah, yeah. There's a whole yeah. joke that Giselle was actually the one there on a date with him because people saw him on a date and people were like, no, <laughs> it's over, you guys. It's fucking over. Oh, wow. He's into girls now. It's over. But um, no. But um, actually, like, have you actually seen the like, picture of Vitalik's dad? He's like a Chad, bro. He's legitimately Chad. Like, wow. go, go look at Vitalik's dad. Dude's a, dude's a giga Chad. I'm going to have to. I mean, I believe it. I mean, Vitalik, for in one way or another, is a giga Chad. I mean, maybe not all aspects of his, you know, everything, but he's a, uh, I don't know. I've seen a lot of pictures. So there's a lot of, uh, a, lot of a lot of funny ones. Yeah, Vitalik is selling out here, man. Yeah, I think he, I think he likes him the, uh, the Asian varieties. Uh, <laughs> that's all I'll it's say. All picture. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've only seen him around, like, I've only seen him around, like, you know, of the Asian persuasion. That's all I've seen, you know. Well, I think that, I mean, that could be, I always assume that was an anime thing. You know, he right. probably is into that. You know, you saw him on the, the cliff where he's wearing the purple unicorn thing. And right. I always like to put yeah. that in front of Richard. I, I put him and Richard, like, I like that outfit. And I, and I always compare that with Richard's, you know, amazing Gucci outfits and stuff. And that, that's a great thumbnail, by the way. That's a fun one. Right. So, uh, shoot, I lost my train of thought. What were we talking about? We we just started talking about sixty four k. Yeah, yeah, sixty. Yeah, yeah. So thank you. Yeah, so we're at you know we've got a million dollar Bitcoin next ten years, right? Maybe maybe in you know twenty thirty three something like that, right? And we're just like, oh, this Bitcoin thing doesn't move. It's so lame. Oh my god, you have sixty. It's more than likely we're probably at a hundred thousand dollar Ethereum. That's more than likely, but it, the range the range is basically sixty four thousand to about like a hundred and three thousand dollar Ethereum. If Ethereum's still in the same wow. place, imagine everything else. That means everything else is doing a 30 to 40x minimum. And we're just like, this shit, this shit just sucks. I'm just so, I mean, the community's just so poor right now. It's like, I just, I, I don't know what to do right now. I mean, like the, the crypto market, I think it's dead, you guys. It's, it's over. You know, just, there's just the market alone just being worth trillions and trillions of dollars. I mean, like, that, like I think if I remember right, every $50,000 on Bitcoin price is a trillion dollar, is a trillion dollars of market cap for Bitcoin. So that put us what twenty trillion dollars. The whole the whole crypto industry right now is is barely a trillion. 
So at that point, you know, we'd have a $20 trillion Bitcoin, uh, Bitcoin market cap. We'd probably end up having like 80% of that market cap on Ethereum as well and stuff. So we'd probably either be at 10 to $15 trillion on, on Ethereum. So we're talking about, we're at that point already, we're already at 35 to $40 trillion market cap, just Bitcoin and Ethereum alone. Not even talking about Pulse Chain, Hex, everything else. Like, bro, racks on racks, you guys. Oh, your, your trillionaire energy is putting me to sleep right now. You need to, you need to step it up. I okay. oh, man, hit that Pepe. What the hell are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> dude you have one of the sickest intros and like waiting screens i've ever seen i gotta oh, say i appreciate it got it, me man. hyped up <laughs> um, we're updating we're updating all the graphics to it pretty soon so we're working on that right now so we're gonna have a uh, same music and stuff but we're gonna it's gonna look a little better and different i'll, I'll just say better faster stronger it gets the people going for sure definitely definitely man but uh hedron at 12 cents lol <laughs> <laughs> i mean that would put um I mean, if everything if, every, if everything just transported up there i mean what would that put a head drawn at i mean let me think let me i'll do some math on it why not just for shits and giggles right let's quick math quick maths so basically if head drawn is the price of head drawn is 26 it would put head drawn at a thousand and forty wow so, so i'd do a 40x that's 10 years from now but like so if you held if you held your whatever head drawn you have right now yeah it'd be worth 40 times more it's still kicking it around and hex doing that would put hex at well let's see current price nothing changed just do a nice 40x on hex the hex price just a simple 40x let's let's put the three dollars 20 cents just chilling just chilling bored out of our minds just bored out of our minds i i just uh not even counting not even counting the px price not even counting the px price cares about that you can have the technology and the price appreciation you can have it it's called richard hart ecosystem it's here it's here people yeah now i've only i drip out these moon maps carefully because a lot of people can't handle it responsibly i sell the best uncut hopium in the world but i i have to i have to be careful because people can't handle it you know like if people ask mikhail what's the what's the best what's the coin with the highest chance of doing the multiple x's i don't give a fuck if it goes to zero bro i can handle it here you go this is what it is Put a small and I threw my whole portfolio. Miguel, why hasn't why hasn't it pumped, bro? It's like, well, dude, it's high risk. It's super high risk shit coin, bro. Like you don't put your whole portfolio in it. No, no. I said I wanted to throw with the thing with the most X's, so I threw all my money into that. Why haven't I got the X's? Well, bro, you're supposed to put like a five percent or one percent allocation if you like. It's a scratcher play, bro. Like, <laughs> just wait two years. Wait two years and thank me later. You know, yeah. Like so we're being careful. We're being careful with the uh, the hopium, but it's 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 good out mm -hmm. here, man. But uh, you're still going on time. Yeah, yeah, I got a few more minutes. Oh, there yeah, for sure, man. So what haven't we talked about in terms of Pulse Chain? So, I mean, we've gone over, we've gone a little bit over, like, some of the ratio trainings and stuff like that. Um, so I got a I, question for you. Yeah, go ahead. But, I mean, what's the MVP look like to you? Like, what, what do we need? I mean, buy and burn for PulseX done, validators actually working, like, Amen bot, uh, like, thumbs up. Like, what, what is your MVP for launch? Mm, I mean, the, the theme right now is May. But I'd probably I'd probably put it at June or July for the launch because we just barely got V3 out, right? So we need a month to find bugs, uh, need another month to fix bugs, and we need another month to clean up the the UI because there's still some glitches here and there and stuff like. You need the thing to run really perfectly. Like like the the thing that's really sad about this, but it has put us like whatever Richard launches is to a very high standard, right? So like if there's anything wrong with it, like the pariahs are at the door basically, right? So 
we, we, everything that he launches has to be very, very perfect. It's not going to be perfect, right? But it, it has to be. So just working on some of those bug issues, making sure APYs work out. I, I know a lot of the APYs are kind of scratched off the screens. You can't even tell how much yield you're going to be earning. But um, yeah, Bridge are still asking for feedback on on uh, on parameters, and uh, we're not we're not launching tomorrow. Yeah, right. So basically, I would say like June. June would probably be the earliest, I think. And a lot of that also, there's also market timing with it too, right? So supposedly the Federal Reserve is going to do one more interest rate increase. I think we have two to three personally. So we're going to have, we're, because they're so, they're so scared right now what's going on with the banking sector, it's going to be a 25, 25, 25 done. So that'll put us at basically 5.5 or 5.25, depending on where they're stopping right now. So if they do one more, we're at 5% um, federal fund rate. That's not including all the extra vigs that they put on top of the banks and stuff when they lend you money and stuff, right? So that means for a house, you're, pro I mean, dude, like we're, we're soon enough going to probably have 10% interest rates on houses to, to get a mortgage for a 30 year fix. Wow. Maybe nine if you got really great credit, but like that's where we're heading. Like it's that crazy right now. And so, um, it, you know, we were at basically zero beforehand, right? We're at zero. So we had like what, 3%. Some people were able to do adjustable rate mortgages. And um, they were able to get them for like 1.97 back in the day, 1.87. And um, terrible idea. I mean, like one of the best advice is like even my parents got and stuff from like a real estate agent and stuff from back in the day. And we had people that owned tons of real estate. It's like Miguel, because my dad's name is Miguel. Miguel, <laughs> Miguel, um, don't mess around with that balloon bullshit or that. Get a 30-year fixed mortgage. 30-year, like grandma made it, you know? 30-year fix, 30-year mm. fix, 30-year fix. Get the rates low and stuff like that. And then it saved a lot of people's asses. And so it really did. Like, my parents would have lost their house. Because, I mean, we almost lost the house because the economy, back in 2000, you know, the, 2000, the housing crash in 2006, 7, 8, 9. Um, yeah, yeah we, almost, we almost lost our house. And what saved our asses, basically, the, the, our, at least our mortgage payment on my parents' house didn't balloon up. We had a lot of friends and family that um, the, they, got, they, they selected the, the wrong type of loan on that, and they lost their house. And then since they lost mm. their house, they lost everything else, the business and everything. They went from like being business owners to having to being employees. Right? So don't wish that on anyone. Yeah. No, and exactly. Heximov, 13% interest in 30 years was normal in the 80s. But here's a caveat. The price on the home was lower. So this is what this is what I've been saying for a long time. I said this on uh, I think I said this on Fresh and Fit, and I everyone kind of got like a knee jerk reaction. I was like, all right, Miguel, yeah, good, you're a crypto bro, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> but I said, you know, real estate's we probably topped out in real like I've and I said this to Myron recently as well in person. I told him like, you know, you're you're more likely to to call or to to know like things are too hot in the crypto market, and I'm because it's like he he's really deep into real estate, so I, I like he knows his real estate really well. So when you're so like you won't see the trees for the forest, yeah. right? So I'm not I'm like I'm, I have real estate, but I'm not. It's not my main vocation, right? I'm not doing that full time, right? It's just more of like homes yeah. and like maybe a passive investment here. But for for them, you know, like out like they're YouTubing and then they have like the real estate business. So I, a lot of guys in the real estate space completely they they thought it was just going to keep going and going forever right the guys in the crypto space since we got first we got hit first we were able to, yo real estate's topped out you guys but mm -hmm. real estate takes such a long time like if you punch real estate in the face it's like it's a slow mo as it falls right so like that 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 recent little crash we had in the um in the bond market and stuff like that that's just basically because 6 to 8 months ago that was when they first thing did the first 75 basis point increase 
It takes when you do a major increase to the the federal's fund rate. It takes about six to eight months, six to nine months for it to actually start affecting the market and stuff. So we're starting the shutterings we're getting now. It's because it's re, those knock on effects are starting to hit now in the market. So I've been saying this for a while that we're probably like quarter one of twenty twenty four might be the real estate bottom to like middle of twenty four. So we basically are going to be we're going to be in a bull market in the crypto space, and then once the brakes are let off, so by the middle of twenty four, the brakes are off. And then real estate starts being a drag on the on the market, but we're probably still seeing another. Um, depending on the market, I think Miami's going to hold up the best out of every market in the, in the United States. But um, a lot of markets are going to continue to go down. Like we we should honestly, with all the interest rate increases we've had, we probably should see a twenty five percent decrease in prices. I hope. In some of the in some of the crazy markets like Vegas, you probably could get that. But in some more tra traditional markets, we might see just ten percent extra and stuff. But it's crazy. Like like for the interest rate, the higher it goes, like every quarter, every twenty five basis point of increase, you can buy fifty thousand dollars less of a house. Wow, it's that crazy. That's I mean, interesting. And, and let me let me put another statistic for you. Right, the average mortgage payment, the average mortgage payment in America is twenty six hundred dollars, right? Twenty six hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. If you follow the traditional rule, it should be only one third of your income and stuff in terms of income and stuff like that. It's just you can afford your house. Basically, the average income in America is what fifty five thousand, maybe forty four thousand, somewhere in that range, depending on where you're living and stuff. Um, yeah. For you to afford that mortgage, you have to be earning ninety six thousand dollars a year. But the average income is fifty G's, right? I don't think the math works out on that. Yeah. It, it doesn't work out on that now. People, there's two, there's two income households, and that's where that's where it bridges into sure. it itself a little bit. But still, that that doesn't work out and stuff. So imagine that, like, with all these interest rate increases, how much more you can buy so much less house right now. That's why, like, you had like off of the once the, once the Fed did that first seventy five, you had a fifty percent decline in people showing up to on on open on um, open houses in America. Like I think the one thing that no, everyone's talking about the banking sector, people aren't talking about the real estate sector. We're not going to have we're not going to have like a 2008 crisis because we didn't do that, right? This was a financial, this was a a money printing, financialized assets going up sort of thing. It wasn't just a real estate thing, but real estate's going to be a big drag on the economy for a while. So, yeah. Do you still think later this year we get the we get the pump in crypto? Yeah, we still do. I think we're we're getting we're we're getting it right now. Um, I think we're going to still pump into the summer. We're gonna do, I think we're going to hit like, you know, if we're lucky, we hit somewhere in the mid 40s for Bitcoin. And then we, we, we had a nice 40% correction. Is that what you think, Richard? Uh, you know, it's, I don't think he's been timing it for two years, but I think no, if no. there's a local cherry on top timing yeah. that's convenient for Pulse Chain launch, you think he's trying to, uh, trying to, trying to do that? Yeah, we want, we want calm waters and then we want winter our sales. So if Ethereum and Bitcoin are going up, people, if it's a wealth effect, people, if your assets are increasing in value, huh, why not? I'll gamble a little bit. Let's try this Pulse Chain shit out. Let's see how it works. And this money flows into the system versus if we had launched Pulse Chain during the fucking, um, during the three arrows capital drop, or we launched it during Luna collapse, or we launched it when FTX collapsed. Dude, 2022 was a crazy year, bro. <laughs> yeah. That was a crazy year. But um, it, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not very easy right now. So um, it, it's interesting. So even though on paper, so like people who bought the housing top, but bought at that interest rate being at zero, basically, there's like, it's all, it, it because like that, like, even though it's, even though it's leverage, it's a very interesting sort of leverage because it has terms, right? If you got a, if you got a 30 year fixed mortgage, even at the top of the market, your mortgage payment could be, is lower than buying it today. On the, so imagine, imagine you have a $900,000 house because a lot of the houses in here in Vegas kind of topped out around 900, 900 grand right now. They're at like 
780 right now for nice areas here in Vegas, right? So that mortgage payment. So if me buying 900,000, let's just buy a million dollar house here in Vegas at 3%, 4%, locked it in for 30 years, my mortgage payment is lower than if I try to get a house today at a $700,000 house. So it's, it's all about, Crazy. so if you, if you can get it, you can get into the house and it's like that payment, I know I can afford that very easily. You're totally fine. It doesn't matter the, the cause you have, you're either buying a house for utility or gains, right? You should, if most people are buying their house because I need a place to have my kids or I like, I, I, this, I think this is a great area. I'm gonna live here for a long time. It's a utility and that's worth it for you. Right. But, um, a lot of people played the real estate game trying to get appreciate. I always thought it was really stupid trying to get like, um, crazy amount of appreciation on a house and stuff. That's not really how you get rich and stuff. You, you, you would do that more on multifamilies and stuff where like you're trying to get appreciation or you can increase rents or something like, like, um, yeah. I just recently had, um, Jay Waller on the, on, in the studio a couple weeks, about a week ago or so. And he just bought himself like a, um, he just bought himself a mobile home park, 40, 40, um, 40 unit and stuff. He's making like what 11 cap. So he's making 11% a year on that. And then he's wow. fixing it up and he's building 10 more room for 10 more, um, um, RV for 10 more park for 10 more slots for units and stuff like that. So he's not only is he making 11% cash on um, cash on hand on that and stuff. Then on top of that, he's increasing his bottom line with the extra. Basically he's increasing his revenue by 25 extra percent by doing additions and upgrades to it. Like that's different, you know, versus like, I'm gonna buy this house right here at the top, you know, I'm gonna buy this house right now. And I hope it doubles in price. It's not going to double in price in like two, you know? Yeah. But anyway, I'm, I'm just talking shit. Sorry. No, amazing. I just imagine Jay Waller like walking around with a baseball bat asking people to pay rent. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Oh, they pay. Uh, I mean, no, it's, that's... yeah, it's because people. I mean, the, the, honestly, it's, it's a. I mean, if outside of the stigmatism of like, oh, that I live in a trailer park, though, a lot of these trailers are actually very nice. It's it, yeah. it's it's very nice. It costs. It doesn't cost that much because if you own it outright, right? They're they're probably paying three hundred dollars a month. That's it, or five hundred dollars if you got like you got the water linked into utilities and stuff. It's not terrible. I mean, it just, it all depends. You know, it's like, it's, there's, just, there's also this crazy thing too of like, for most of human history, we have lived with other generations. You know, it, it's, it's, it is a sort of a weird thing. Like most times, like you, your mom and dad would live with you, you your kids, and you have, you know, you'd have this family structure. This is really normal. This is really normal across most of the world. It's just, we've made it, we've made it very weird now in, 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 the, in the last 100, 100, maybe 150 years that like, you, you have to have your own play. I mean, it's, People have lived together for a long time and stuff. So it's, it's, I don't know, maybe we're reverting back to how it used to be back in the day. I don't know. See? Yeah. Well, I guess we just shouldn't go in the direction of uh, they'll own everything and we'll own nothing as long as we don't go that direction. Like uh, multi-generation, if it's, uh, it could be, there's a lot of healthy things about it. Yeah, crypto honestly said I'm dealing with section eight. I wouldn't do section eight. Um, um, eight more ACs, 16 more sinks, pain in the fucking ass. Yeah, this is why, like, um, one thing I would say where Grant Cardone was pretty smart on this, he focused mostly on the one step above Section 8. So he focused on a lot of rents that were, like, $1,200 to $1,600 $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, rent because he said there's people, the, the next, like, the people from Section 8 who are trying to upgrade, they're going to land on there, and people who are up here paying 3000 4000 a month fall into this range. So he kind of picked that sort of range being like, uh, it's sort of like why like Dollar Tree keeps growing and growing in stores and stuff, Dollar General and all that stuff. It's because if, yeah. if people are falling out of the middle class, you can catch them there on the up and the lower middle right there or the or the higher poor. I, I don't know, these ranks sound so dark to even say that shit. It just sounds so weird saying lower middle class, but you know, it, it yeah. is what it is. Yeah. 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 But anyway, man, um, yeah, real estate bottom, you guys. Hey, make sure you buy it <laughs> if you want to buy a house. 
not a terrible. You can make some nice crypto gains this year. Um, I'm, I'm personally going to sell some of my crypto. Not a crazy amount, maybe like 20% at most. Um, and then rebuy back once we kind of bought them out, you know. And then um, from there, I'm not really selling any crypto for pretty much like until like the market top, basically. And I think this is kind of off to the question you were telling me earlier, like how much would you sell and stuff? Like I would always keep 20%, 30% of my bags just not selling no matter what. It doesn't matter, right? But, um, you know, I, I was able to grow my bags quite significantly before I'm buying the bottoms in the market. You know, I got into cash and then I just rebought back in the bottoms here. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, I mean, what's your plan? Are you planning to just, you're still like kind of figuring it out right now? Yeah, I think um, I'm looking at my dry powder, looking at my bags, the way things are set up. I feel like I'm in a good position right now going into launch, going into the macro conditions this year that, you know, we, we all try to speculate on. It's it's hard to say when the next war will happen or otherwise, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for, I'm still looking for deals, although I could also see, uh, you know, maybe there's another leg down, but I'm, I'm ready to take advantage of opportunities. I think that's the biggest thing. I'm looking for opportunities, have dry powder, and also bags are packed. So I feel like I'm in a I've been in the best, best position I've been in for the last year or two, I think. I feel like I'm, I feel pretty good right now. I mean, when were you able to take some profits in the last all-time high for Hex and stuff? And, I mean, this is, you don't have to answer this, you know, if you don't want to. But um, but um, I'm always, like, asking guests um, kind of, like, so on the last cycle, did you did you manage, I mean, did you manage, like, to pay off things? Or is this cycle more or less the time where you're going to, like, pay off the house? or, or get, Like, because I tell everyone, do not use credit 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 cards are the fucking devil, dude. I'd rather you. I'd rather you take a fucking personal loan than a credit card, any day of the week, dude. Like, like because most people, like the minute that credit card's over five thousand, ten thousand dollars, people can't pay them off anymore. Like you're you're just paying the minimum payments forever, on that. It's such a trap, dude. It's like and it's crazy. Warren Buffett ends up like he makes a lot of money off of credit cards and stuff. <laughs> Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I get, I get it for businesses and stuff like. If you can, if you're just using it for points and you can pay it off at the end of the month every year, sure. But most people, you know, you have a, you have a bad month or two in like a small business and stuff. Those credit card bills start racking up and stuff like, that, and you can't pay them off. Like you just can't. Like, you know, what is it, ten thousand bucks? If you own a credit card, what is that like? I think like six hundred dollar, five hundred dollar minimum payment. That's a car note. That's, that's crazy. That's yeah, crazy, dude. That's and then. And you're just paying interest off. You're not even paying. The, the principal never goes down. So it's like, oh, wow, I really killed it this month. They put 1000 on the card. You only subtracted the, the balance by $400 fucking dollars. Wow. So if you guys, for, for the love of God, when you guys make some money this cycle, pay off those credit cards. Keep them open yes. for your credit and stuff. But like, first fucking thing I did when I made some cash, dude, I paid off every credit card I had. I paid off my car. I paid off my cars. I just didn't. I, like, I was like, I'm tired of payments. Like we, I mean, I, we, I was in the, I was in the, I was in the rat race along with everyone else. A lot of people, even in the chat right now, were still in the rat race. As like, I made sure I paid. I didn't have a mortgage at the time, but I paid all my cars off. I, I think I, I still owed a little bit on a truck, um, like a work truck, and so I paid everything off. I mean, I, I paid, I, I paid two years of my cell phone bill because I didn't even want to deal with cell phones. <laughs> I, just, I, ever, I just like, I was like, I, I'm so, I'm done with these payments crap. And the, the minute that happened, my, I just started getting richer and richer and richer and richer and richer because you have all this disposable yeah. cash and you start making these long-term decisions for the best of it. And, and the, the thing is that these payments destroy your cash flow. Your mindset too. You start going from a scarcity to an abundance mindset. You start thinking about the future. Yeah, I could see you like paying. Let me probably pay five years worth of utility bills right now. You know, stuff like that. It's um, yeah. I mean, I don't talk about specifics about my bags too too much, but I'll say that definitely 
I've been fortunate enough to to do some real life things uh, with 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 uh, gains and otherwise. So that's beautiful, man. It's uh, I mean, you got to it. It's it, the point of crypto isn't to, to Scrooge McDuck and just look at your thing. I mean, maybe that's Godwell's deal, and that's cool. Each their own. Uh, we're happy. We're happy about that. Shout out to shout out to Godwell and all the benevolent loves in our ecosystem. But if you can take that, and you know, you don't have to get out. But you know, if you if you're able to take some profits, turn it into things that help your family, help your friends help you live a better life. I mean, that's, if you're not doing that, you're kind of missing the point. You don't have to screw everybody over in the meantime, if you're a market maker, you know, you can be gentle, you can do LP and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, you gotta, I mean, what's, everyone values different stuff, but uh, you gotta turn it into something good. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you most now. Yeah. You know, you, there is that whole thing where like the exceptions don't make the rule, right? There is people like having crazy, like you're right. Maybe Godwell, like I'm going to fuck man. It's all about the number, baby. I want higher numbers, right? I want trillions. But um, and I think God is a good person. But um, high score, high scores. I mean, the status thing—that's that's fine too. As long as you're not selling, that's do the status thing. So at some, so I've, so I've, there's two streams that I'm planning to do in the future, right? This one's more. This one's a little more. Far, so three actually. So I'm gonna have Robert Kiyosaki on, pretty uh, with I relatively soonish, right? Hopefully I can get Zero. him. In, hopefully I can get him in before the course and stuff. But it'll probably it, may, it might be in the summer. But like we're gonna have Robert Kiyosaki on. Um, Two, I'm going to have Rolo Tomasi on, and we're going to go over something called the social sexual hierarchy. It's a, it's a video. It's, a, it's an older video and stuff, but it, it basically explains, like, you, you know how you, you've heard of alpha and beta, right? Sure. Yeah. It's, that's not really the real terms. Like, there's a, there's a more, like, intricate sort of distinction. There's, like, it's alpha, beta, delta, gamma, and then, like, fucking, like, spurgs, real spurgs, <laughs> right? But most yeah. of the societies are deltas. Right. And that's not like a ba- like people like, oh, I'm a beta. And, and, that, and that's the beta is just essentially like the the guys that hang around the alpha and like the alpha's best friends. They have they actually the alpha, the, the betas live a very good life in this in this hierarchy of when it comes to social sexual hierarchy. Right. But most of society is betas. Right. Or is, is um, deltas and basically hardworking, normal guys, you know, and most people, they just want a family. Now the alpha, maybe the betas could just because they're a very small set of the population, they may choose to just live crazy lives, you know, never get married, never have kids. But most people want kids, right? So I mean, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with having kids. Alpha have kids, betas have kids and shit. But it's just like, um, it's just a distinction of like, it's gonna be a really interesting stream to talk to Roll Tomasi about that because he's like the foremost expert on all this shit. And yeah. um, wrote the Bible of it basically. So um, to get his take on that and just having the crypto sense of that, like, the reason I got into crypto is because I wanted to multiply my money so I can do stuff with my life. I wanted to expand my business, but at the end of the day, I wanted to like have money for my family. I wanted to be able to retire my mom and dad. I wanted to like, and we're doing those things. You know, that's th- that's what it's there. Like, this money's a tool, right? But a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of people not having families, and I, I, I think the hexagons are going to be above average in that sense of having kids. I think that's beautiful because it's like, so, a, if all these ugly, if all these ugly-minded people, not by like their face, but like uh, their minds are ugly, or the way they think is ugly, yeah. they're not having kids. Well, they, well, they'll be bred out of the fucking gene pool, and that's facts. Yeah, I mean, that's a fact. I, I think I think everyone's you know baseline highest calling uh, could be to buy your own freedom. You know, get rich enough to buy your own freedom to figure out what you want to do and retire your parents, man. Like, especially if you have a good relationship and stuff, like, why not? Like, at least do, do you know, those those couple things, like buy your freedom, don't need to work anymore, don't need to have a boss, go figure out what you want to do, be your own boss, or sit on a beach all day, whatever it is. But, you know, you got to have money to do that, you know, unless you just, like, you know, you can be a monk. What is it Naval talks about? You can, you can be a monk, 
you can do something that you can work, uh, have a job or, or, or work where it feels like play. doesn't feel like work anymore, or you can get rich enough to, to buy your freedom essentially. Right. So uh, everyone's highest calling baseline should be something like that. And you can do it. Yeah. And I think most of you guys are good people and stuff. You're in the chat right now. You're focused on your finances. I think you guys are responsible enough over time to have some kids, right? Like I think everyone should, everyone in this chat should have three kids minimum. And like, let me, let me explain this as an economist, right? Shout out to Cappy. Um, one to replace you, one to replace your wife, and one to replace one for the economy. If, let me tell you this mm-hmm. right now. The, the, of all the Ponzi's in the world, there's, there's something called the population Ponzi. That's the underlying thing that, that controls everything if the economy's awesome. If the United States' birth rate was 3, 3.1, 3.3, that means the average person's having three to four kids, there would be, we'd be rocking, the economy would be like... A lot of freedom, bro. Wrong, son. But right now we're we're barely at maintenance. We're at two. We're in one point nine, and we've got the highest birth rate in the developed world, mm. right? So, hey, if everyone else is not having kids and we have two to three, we'll outbreed them and we'll out control. I mean, how are you going to change the world, right? The, the kids are the future, and it's a lot of responsibility and stuff. Like, of course, right? And so, and there's always there's a lot of people that shouldn't be having kids, right? But it, it is a sort of thing like you like you need kids for the future. It, it is it is what it is. Right. I think it's a lot of people. I mean, for me, it's like, do you like yourself? Do you do you think you want to do good things? You think you could teach other people to do those and and you know can carry on the economy and everything else? Do you want to help the country? It seems like you want to have kids if you if you want to do those types of things. Yeah. What what is people? Someone's talking about cashing out a lot of money. It's not that hard. You can cash out millions out into the bank, dude. That's not a problem. You just gotta pay your fucking taxes. <laughs> Pay your taxes and disclose you're doing that stuff. If you're just, I mean, we've, I think we've had a report on crypto since, I think 2020, we had to say, do you have crypto? Yes. 2021 was the first year you actually had to pay taxes. You just say like the wallets and stuff like that, stop tax dodging and shit and just pay your taxes. It sucks ass. I know. But yeah, people, people do sell it. houses for millions of dollars and get deposits in the bank account for millions of dollars when that happens. So maybe give them a call or something, but uh, a windfall amount of a bunch of money into your bank account. I don't, yeah. you know, I not, not any kind of advisor uh, check with your people on that, but it yeah. seems like people do it a lot. Yeah. And there's one more thing too. This is, this, I know this has nothing to do with crypto. This has to do with the red pill, but there's a lot. The one thing I would disagree with people in the red pill is like, there's a lot of guys in the red pill that are, uh, that are like, you know, these girls ain't worth shit, bro. You know, they're not, the, the juice isn't worth the squeeze, bro. It isn't worth having kids. Then fucking get bread out of the gene pool. Motherfucker. Bye-bye. Like, what the fuck are we talking about here? Like, I think that's one of those dumbest shits I've ever heard. Like, and this is coming from Red. I feel, I feel like this is like the black pillar still like having some influence in the, in the, um, in the red pill community and stuff. It's like these women ain't worth shit or whatever. Like, that's a lie, bro. It's a lie, dude. All women are the same. All I've said this before, and, I, and this is not popular, but all women are trife. They're all the same. It's the man that that changes them up and shit. At the end of the day, now sure, you get like. Like the Western women and all that. I mean, let's like, yeah, the show is a per- fuck no, dude. But it's like, what are you not going to have kids? It's kind of like uh, the people who are against longevity research or anti aging and or they're pro death, as I affectionately call them. Yeah. It's, it's like, if you don't have to take the pill, you don't have to do the therapies. You, you're still going to be in control of your own life. Just don't, don't make it worse on everyone else, right? Don't, yeah. don't set us back for everyone else. And if you got a passport, bro, to get your wife, go for it, bro. I don't care. You know, you know. <laughs> And if the, the bitch ends up leaving you or whatever, man, just rug her, take the kids and stuff, and you'll raise them better anyway. So it's like, but the thing is that you pass your genes away. You know, if we're talking about, if we're, if we're going real dark down, I mean, we're, we're, if we're, if we're off road and we're really in the rocky part right now, you know, of the conversation. But primitive, you know, getting primitive there. Yeah. yeah. But have kids, you guys. But anyway, uh, 
PSA have kids. PSA, PSA have kids, man. I'm serious. Like, I mean, sure, have them at the right time, but like, but it's never the right time to have kids. I, I've talked to so many people who have kids. They always tell me, it's it was never the right time. It's never like it's never the perfect time. It's like, oh, right, my life's so beautiful. It's I'm so zen out. Uh, I'm so zen out right now about life and stuff. You know, I'm making plenty of money. I'm so stress free. Let's have some kids, darling. It's no, it's just like honey i'm pregnant or like you guys are trying to have kids or like i know tons of people that they're trying to have kids like great people they can't get pregnant bro that's so real dude isn't that like, i find that's one of the deepest tragedies in the world some of the some of the people that would be the greatest parents in the world can't have kids ain't that some shit yeah. ain't that some shit you know yeah but anyway man that shit got a little too deep sorry <laughs> no no that's it's uh Bullshane.com. yes, sir. <laughs> Hex.com, sir. So, RHMAX, where can people follow you, man? I am uh, on Twitter, at RHMAXMUS, just the way it sounds. Uh, on YouTube, RHMAX, at RHMAX. And actually, RHMAXMUS on all social media platforms. And uh, yeah, Twitter's are at RHMAX. That's my, uh, that's my channel, that's my show. And I've been streaming a lot, a lot of clips, daily stuff, a lot of content coming out. Uh, two years of Richard Hart Vintage Clips, that was a new project. So if you like Richard Hart stuff and you like uh, Pulse Chain and Hex and projects around that, I talk about uh, a lot of that stuff in detail, technical stuff and uh, life stuff, wealth, health, mindset, mad gains, all that good stuff. Beautiful. And I, and I will have – he is – all his links to all his channels, YouTube channel, Twitter, and Instagram are linked below in the description box. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, when's your next stream? When are you having the next stream, dude? Ooh, good question. So – Mm, it's going to be Monday. I had to move it because I've been doing security AMAs as well. We're talking talk about hardware wallets. We're talking about uh, how not to get hacked and all that stuff like that. Uh, you know, top of my head, it's got to be Wednesday. I don't remember who, who I'm having on, but uh, I'm sure it'll be a good show. He's in the chat crying right now, punching the air. I know. Every time I forget <laughs> who it is, I'll, I try, you know, at the end of the show, I'm like, oh, catch me on Tuesday with, oh, crap, I forgot their name again. <laughs> yeah, I, I stream a lot. Forgive me. Forgive me. Yeah. Let me tell you this, that that's a real thing. Like, you literally can stream so much that you, like, you just forget things. You just do. You just know it's like, oh, wait. Like, what, what bugs me out is when I'm streaming a lot is just like, why do I have free time right now? Did I forget something? Yeah, that, it's that, kind of crazy when you're not streaming. You're like, should I do just a, I'll do a solo. I'll do a solo. Let's do it. Let's do it. I feel like I should do something right now. Yeah, I feel that too. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me. And um, I will be streaming tomorrow, actually. I'm going to be doing two, two streams tomorrow. I'm doing my first in Spanish stream on my channel. So uh, I'm doing, and awesome. Espanol, we have a lot of the crypto, the, the, the shitty thing about this stream is going to be is like, these crypto words do not translate to Spanish at all. At yeah, all. Yeah. There's no translation. It's like cryptocurrency, crypto. I mean, like, what do you, I mean, like, everyone <laughs> just puts a fucking, so I'm just saying in English, let's just be for real. But like, it's going to be mostly in Spanish. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm essentially starting to like, I'm, I'm starting up an entire Spanish crew. We're gonna have, they're going to have a separate channel and everything like that. And then uh, we're going to start educating people in the, uh, in the Latin world in Spanish. And stuff There's a lot like of people, that. a lot of people speak Spanish, Portuguese in, in that area, you know, a long time ago, a lot of, a lot of stuff happened. And there's a lot of people that grew out of that there as their main language. So a lot of, a lot of people who can do a crypto and speak Spanish for sure. Definitely. So I'm gonna be doing that one at, I think, let me get the time right. Whew, I'm doing a lot of streams. I'm doing a lot of stuff tomorrow. So basically I think we're doing that. I think at 2 PM, 2 PM tomorrow, Pacific standard time. And then from there, we are doing Moon Gang at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on uh, on um, Charlie from Cultivate Crypto's channel and stuff like that. As well as make sure to uh, share the screen for one second to join up to the um, the Crypto Mindset Quarter 2. It's coming out soon. You guys leave your email address out here. April 21st, the emails go out. You have five days to get in. And if you don't, you're going to be poor. Sorry. 
That's just it. <laughs> and classes start May 6th at 7 p.m. Like, we weren't crazy enough to start in May 5th. Like, we were going to start in May 5th, and we're like, let's Cinco de Mayo. What are we, like, everyone's going to be hung over alcohol. <laughs> so we decided, hey, okay, we'll start at May 6th in the afternoon. And that way everyone wakes up from the hangover, has a beer and stuff, michelada, you know, wakes up a little hair of the dog and uh, is ready Pulse to chain launches, and then, wow, well, oh, everything's, everything's different now. I will, I will yeah. say this, so if Pulse Chain launches in the middle of the course, we will, we have said this before and we'll say it right <laughs> now, we are going to pause the course and just do nothing but Pulse Chain content and stuff for all the guys who are in the Crypto Mindset courses and the Citadel as well. So Respect. represent, man. Respect. But thank you so much for joining me, and I'll check you guys out tomorrow, man. Peace. Dude, thanks for having me. Hey, no See problem, ya. dude.